재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Korea Escape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul. That zippy little tune means that Michelle Kang is here again with a thing called Did You Know? She's from the Seoul Global Center and she brings us some hardcore knowledge every week of Korean customs, Korean history, stuff that really can be a great 101 for your life in Korea. Um, Michelle, welcome. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. This is our debut of You're the new right. season. Okay. Do you feel different? Um, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Right answer. Mm-hmm. So it's spring. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. I can feel the the air is different. The air is different. Right. I saw a, 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 a photograph in the media of the cherry blossoms are already out down in Busan. Oh, in Busan. Oh, crazy. Okay. Crazy. They're yeah. starting their northward trek. Right. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have all those pink blossoms mm-hmm. here all around us and different flowers. Right. Uh, and people are getting out of their winter grumpiness. <laughs> are you talking about yourself? <laughs> I might be self-referring there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're getting into their spring routines. That's right. Spring routines. Uh, everybody in the whole planet, I guess, thinks of cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, So you open the windows, get some fresh air in, right. mop the floor, vacuum. <laughs> do you do that? Not necessarily me, but I think it's my mom. My mom is so busy right now, like just cleaning everything in my house. Um, so basically, Korean people here, um, they like to do this massive spring cleaning, mm. right? Um, if you had a drafty house, probably just had bubble wrap or air wrap on your window mm-hmm. you just have to get rid of it um open the window and then get some fresh air and then it's time to get out this light spring wardrobe too yes. right mm-hmm. one thing you learn in korea is that uh, bubble wrap makes a killer insulation i never mm. realized how good bubble wrap is in right. terms of keeping uh cold air out right right yeah mm. so that's coming down the shorts and the polo shirts are coming out. Uh-huh. Ooh, I can't Short skirts. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, excited. And did you know, Kurt, even the cultural heritage sites here in Korea get their cleaning done in spring. Makes sense. Yeah. So some uh, royal palaces offer this hands-on experience programs, if you're curious, to provide visitors with a chance to experience this traditional routine maintenance through so-called royal Palace maintenance reenactment programs. I don't know. It kind of sounds like <laughs> come clean our palace and we'll pretend it's culture. Right, right. <laughs> um, <You know>? but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a mop. It's like they had in the Joseon dynasty. You'll well, love it. It's not like that. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Right. Um, probably you've seen this. The wooden bowls used in ancestral rites. These okay. are called a teki. These um, has to be cleaned every year or so. So it's a demonstration of the cleaning this uh, teki and then cleaning the floor or replacing the old handy paper uh, on the window. Mm, or, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a very, sounds like a delicate task. Yes, I mm. think so. Right. Um, and then one more in, uh, exciting thing for kids. And as an adult, I'm excited about this because I love picnics. Are you? Who does not like a picnic? I know. You have to be a little, a little strange not to like a picnic. <laughs> unless, of course, you know. Um, picnics, I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. uh, of course, up in the mountains or along the Hangang. Right. You know, get a little tekpe or peda. 
and um, and uh, just enjoy some of the cool winds, things mm, like that. Right, right. It's getting warm enough to do that. Sure. So, um, all-time favorite lunchbox menu, you have to pack this for a picnic. I think everybody will think of this specific food, kimbap. Kimbap? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Kimbap, <laughs> to me, kimbap is sort of an emergency food. It's oh, like, emergency yeah, food. It's like I, I couldn't manage anything else, so kimbap. <laughs> okay. But kimbap's nice because it's transportable. Right. It's not. You don't need to reheat it. It's uh, And it's tasty, let's face it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's easy to pack, actually. Easy to pack. Mm-hmm. It is sort of the tuna salad sandwich of Korea, you know, you just, uh, or the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's yes. the transportable snack. Mm-hmm, that's mm. right. So, um, school kids, if they go on a picnic to places like a big park or sometimes a theme park or a mountain, they their moms probably just pack this kimbap lunchbox. Um, and then when they have this picnic, they would enjoy games like um, Korean version of scavenger hunt, or treasure hunt um, and sometimes this picnic is combined with another event called pegiljang pegiljang mm-hmm. pegil sounds like 100 days do i have that right uh it's also um called pegil i mean like 100 days are uh pegil in korean but this but this is different you cannot really have uh, picnic for 100 days no right? i was wondering <laughs> this is, uh, you know it's a lot of kimbap to carry along <laughs> pegiljang right. mm-hmm. what is that that phrase mean that phrase um pegil here means a sunny bright sunny day without any clouds so um this actually pegiljang tradition dates back from the joseon dynasty um schools gave this chance to students to go outside into the beautiful weather and enjoy nature while uh, writing a poem or an essay to learn um to improve their learning so, good news and bad news, kids. Good news, you get one outside. Right. Bad news, you're going to need to write an essay while you're out there. Right. But honestly, most students wouldn't just put too much effort in just uh, writing okay. this essay or a poem outside. It's more like, is it a poem? Oh, it could be a poem or it could be a uh, book report sometimes. It sure. could be a essay. Okay. So, they turn the kids loose to basically go do an assignment uh-huh. al fresco right. out in nature. Mm-hmm. That That's sounds right. nice. Yes, yes. Um, we just talked about kimbap, but in the past, like in the 60s or 70s, there was another common food people like to just pack. Mm. That was hard-boiled eggs. Sure. And then Korean... Um, Soda drink, saida. Saida, like mm-hmm. uh, modern cans of saida. Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. That sounds nice. Mm. Have you ever tried boiled eggs on a train? <laughs> no, not on a train. Not this on a this train. sounds like a Dr. Seuss book starting to happen here. Um, no, uh, boiled eggs are nice uh, once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to eat them in Jim Jobang's for some reason. Ah, yes, that's right. I don't know why that is. What uh, is it about Jim Jobang's and boiled eggs that seems to go together? Uh, I think Korean people just thought um, back then in the past, mm. people um, needed this source of protein. Maybe and they cooked the egg in the, the natural fissures and the warmth or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But um, moms usually thought that they would, well, they cannot really, ha- they couldn't really have eggs on every day. Like on a special day, they could have it as saida okay. um, or uh, eggs or sort of a luxury I um, item. I see. So um, moms packed eggs for snack. Um, but then uh, these days, you don't have to worry about this nutrition and, at all. Mm. But still, you can find these hard-boiled eggs at 
Timjibang or a grocery store or convenience stores. Do people eat them on trains? Yes, yes. And so the the lady that wheels the cart through Uh or the man, uh, that that will hard boiled eggs will be part of his offerings. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, people write their poems outside. They eat uh, kimbap, hard boiled eggs. Don't they fly kites in spring, or is that uh, is that a different season? Oh, it's the season. That's that's Mm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What other things are uh, spring-like in terms of what, what Koreans do? Um, we are just um, excited to start this whole new season of Korea Escape. Um, and then <laughs> we it, are. Yes. And then the Korean people, when they think about starting something new, I think they would picture this image, a peak ahead in their mind, I think. A disembodied pig head, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, that's sort of like a, a good luck thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you start, correct me if I'm wrong, if you start a business or start some kind of new thing. Yes. Isn't there a pig head involved in there exactly. somewhere? Exactly. Yes, yes. There was, I think I told you this story before, Metallica visited Korea um, and then they just walked on the streets narrow alleys of this traditional market Namdaemun and then they posed with a pig head one of the members actually kissing um, a pig head well there, there are some alleys like Namdaemun mm. market or Gwangjang market sure. mm-hmm. I've walked through uh, what I guess we could call disembodied pig head alley one time <laughs> not fully knowing what uh, the deal was mm. and it's just a, a an alley full of pig heads and right. uh, ears and snouts and things like that it was uh, to the uninitiated it could come across a little bit horrific right. but actually these are all destined for some sort of uh, ritual use, basically. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. So all these peaks are actually smiling at you. <laughs> the the smi- more smiley peaks are, the better they are. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so you, you, like I said, new business. Yes. Um, new project, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, that's right. Even when people move to a new house, they need a peak head because um, we have this sort of um, ritual called kosa. Kosa, mm-hmm. and that involves a pig head. Yes. Uh, it's a ritual done to prevent any misfortune uh, and then bring good luck. And you probably have seen this uh, table, kosa table, head, the pig head. The pig head mm-hmm. table. Um, so uh, you you walk up to your, your um, person's uh, house or uh-huh. business. Right. Presumably with the pig head on a tray, get it set up on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and then is it? Is it purely a ritual item or is it also a food item? It's also a food item. It's a cooked pig head. Yes, yes. All right. Right. So you um, stand in front of this table. There is a pig head and then sometimes with dried fish um, and makgeolli. Um, and, you got uh, me so far. You're reeling me in. <laughs> right. Um, and then guests or visitors, they um, stick some cash into this nose and a mouth or sometimes even ears of this pig head. Um, and then this money goes to the host. Um, but anyways, uh, when, and then they bow to this table wish for prosperity and then good luck yeah <laughs> this is I, I i love you know kind of discovering new aspects of uh, korea i'm going to go home to my mom living a very conservative life in massachusetts in the usa and unpack this whole thing for her and say, <laughs> mom there's a disembodied pig head on the table you slip a couple of bills in its snout uh-huh and then you eat it <laughs> right that sounds so alien to somebody who has not come up in the culture. Mm-mm. Pigs generally are 
signs of good fortune, right? If you dream of pigs, that's sure. a good thing. Yeah. If you dream of a pig, then you have to go to the lottery store to buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. Uh, pigs symbolize good luck and money and fertility. And uh, if it's pronounced in Chinese character, it's ton. Ton sounds the same as money in Korean. That's how they say pig? Ton? Ton. In Chinese? Uh-huh. Ah, interesting. Mm, right. So, and the, the word kosa, you said this whole ritual with the pig's head is mm-hmm. called kosa. Mm-hmm. Does that, uh, is there any significance to that name? Does that break down into anything? No, not really. Um, sa is just a thing or a matter. So it's just a, um, a ritual. Uh, it's been going on for a while. And then some people even now, today, they have this ceremonial um, ritual. Yes. I wonder if when we moved, because we just moved about a year ago to this new headquarters, if we did a kusa. Uh, we did not, apparently. Our producer is saying. <laughs> so I, I never noticed a pig head down in the lobby. Okay. But uh, our fortune has been okay, nonetheless. <laughs> uh, a lot of people wait till spring to move. Yeah, that's right. It's the season to move to a new house in Korea. Yeah? Yes. Well, Not too hot, not too slippery and cold. That's right. And actually, spring is um, moving season and then a wedding season. People like to get married in That spring. makes perfect sense. Yes. And then kids go to school. And then some parents, Korean parents, they want to move to a new house with good schools. I mean, like with good schools in the uh, district. Sure. Yeah. What parent doesn't want that? <laughs> or prospective parent. Right. Yeah. So, um, moving. Right. Um, you've moved to new places here um, in Seoul a couple of times, right? I have. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. What do you think moving here in Korea? Is it easy? I think for me it is because uh-huh. I'm a ultra minimalist. I don't have that much stuff. Okay. Maybe my possessions fill one little truck, maybe. Okay. More like half a truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, this last time around, I just kind of handed it off I said to a service. I said, please just make my stuff magically go to that next place. <laughs> um, right. That's the logistics in Korea are top notch, right? Yes. I mean yes. when you say get my stuff moved, that's mm-hmm. super convenient. Right. You're exactly right. So people usually just contact a moving company um and there are two different types. First one is just a re- regular standard um service. You just uh get some boxes from this moving company. <clears throat> you have to um pack all your belongings, but then the next day, uh, they will just drive a truck and then they would just load up all your belongings on the truck and then they drive you to the next, uh, to your new house. And then, um, you have to actually unpack. Mm. But there's another service you can use if you are too tired of unpack because packing and unpacking moving service we offer here in Korea. One thing I remember uh-huh. when I moved, the you know I was uh, too tired to f- sort of move the rest of the stuff. I had a whole bunch of loose things around the house. Mm. These guys came in and so fast they had everything consolidated uh-huh. in these sort of plastic crates. Great, which was wonderful. Mm-hmm. We moved it to the new place, and the guy said, "Hey, I need these crates back, so you're going to have to unpack all of this right now." <laughs> so I spent like an hour or so unpacking oh. as fast as I could, oh, really? and it looked like my new place had a bomb go off. Oh. Um, but you could have used this service. I could have then. used this other option. Right, other option, right. Um, so basically, you don't have to do anything. People would just do all your packing and then unpacking. Um, the amazing thing, when our office move, was moved to a new um, building, they even write down everything, like the arrangement 
or they take pictures of how uh, furniture is actually arranged. So you don't have to just tell them what they have to do. They would just unpack your belongings and arrange all your luggage the way they were. Makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense for you to be there just because your new place probably is not going to have similar dimensions to the other place. Mm. So you can just kind of point a little bit. But right. to have it all done for you is a huge deal. I think I'm, I'm past the point when do, – do Koreans do that sort of university type thing where you get just a bunch of your friends and you all heave furniture all day? or mm, well, Is it more common to use a moving service? Moving service is I more common. More common, more convenient. And it, is it expensive? Well, um, if you want to use this packing and unpacking service, you have to pay a little bit more extra. Yeah. But I think it's just worth it, I think. I think so, too. I think so, too. So moving, Mm -hmm. uh, you've got the logistics in place. Uh, You've also got uh, some rituals. We've already talked about kusa. Anything Mm -hmm. else? Yes. um, I guess not many uh, people would know about this because I uh, thought many people would know, but maybe not because um, our producer and then, uh, writer, they didn't really know about this. It's another superstition. Pe- uh, people prefer to pick a day of their move where there's no son. <laughs> no son. Or sonnim. Help me understand exactly what okay. that is. Son is a short form of sonim, which is a guest. A guest, okay. okay. But uh, it's not the literal um, guest we just talked about. Uh, it's a spirit. People believe that wanders around around humans and then they would do some harm to people. So they want to pick a day. <laughs> You're all like, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, and he's, he's, he, he, she or it is targeting people that are moving? Yes. So if you just move... Any random day, then, well, probably they would just follow you to an even newer house. So they will, people who believe this, uh, they would like to pick a day, uh, 손 없는 날, or no 손 day, which is, uh, the 9th, 10th, 19th, 20th, 29th, and then 30th of each month on the lunar calendar. Is it to do with the position of the moon that, uh, the sun is more likely to be out, or what? Um, I, not really sure how mm. it works, but it has something to do with the directions or something. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But these are the days. Yeah, these are the days. So the moving companies on those calendar days, they must have their real slow ones. Yeah, those days are the busiest days for moving companies. People want to make a reservation on those days. Uh, on those specific days that I just the listed. The days you listed are the, the days when the sun is out or out, not out? Out, They are believed to go to heaven, so they are not around ah, humans. I see. Mm. So those are the good days, not good the bad days. days. Right. I see. So people like to move on those specific days. They have to make a reservation as early as possible because, um, uh, well, I don't know, if you want to avoid those days, that would be better because it's less expensive Mm. Um, but anyways that's one fact about moving here in Korea and another fact is probably you've seen a huge moving truck and then uh, Isa is moving in Korea right? E is like number two in Korean. Sa is number four. Mm. So that's why all these moving truck, moving companies, phone numbers end with Isa Isa. It's easy to remember. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Must be a lot of competition to get that number among the moving companies, right? Right. So you've got these, that's the first I've ever heard of it, that you've got these days, specific days when you should move to um, 
avoid the spirits. Mm-hmm. I imagine if you move on a day that's not those days, <laughs> you know, what happens? But spirit, I, does the spirit end up hanging out in your new house? Well, just in case, then you can have this kosa. And I, I can distract the spirit with the pig head. Pig head and then rice cake, shirutak, made of uh, red beans. Because the color red is supposed to um, stave off evil spirits. Yeah. I talked about this so many times on this program, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not that malicious of a spirit. Mm-mm. You want to, yeah. Yeah. All right, but why, why incur the risk? Um, if they move on the right day, they do their gosa, mm-hmm. then they have completely checked all the boxes uh-huh. for their move. It's right. a lucky move. Right, lucky move, yes. Mm. Um, and then... Well, we have, we used to have this kosa before, but not so much in these modern days. Mm. Instead, people just like to order Chinese food, jajangmyeon uh, or black bean noodles. Cause it's Somewhat convenient. easier to clean up sure. afterwards than an entire pig's head. <laughs> right. You don't have to take out new dishes. You don't have to cook. And then the delivery service. Awesome. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Save some of that pig's head for tomorrow. Right. Um, so you get some, some uh, Korean Chinese food. Mm, that's right. Jajangmyeon, jampu, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're moved in. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, do you have, uh, of course you do. You have a housewarming party yeah. in Korea. Even mm-hmm. I know this much, right? Mm-hmm. This is the kind of party where everybody brings you toilet paper. <laughs> yes, you are almost Korean. That's I have right. received copious amounts of toilet paper when I just did this last move. It was like the great wall of toilet paper. Okay, so you were good to go without buying any toilet paper. (laughs) 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 Right, right. So if you um, are invited to a housewarming party, then you don't need to worry about uh, what kind of gifts you have to bring because they're just standard housewarming gifts. Mm. One is toilet paper and the the other uh, items are matches, candles, and detergent. Mm -hmm. Mm. You might be curious why, because uh, during the 60s and 70s, people suffered the energy crisis. So yes. practical reason, matches and candles. To this day, mm-hmm. back in at home in the States, my mom has knows exactly where the matches and the candles are. Oh. Because we would get these big storms when I was a kid, all, mm-hmm. of, all of our life, and we'd get the power knocked out. Okay. Different reasons. Right. It's not an energy crisis, it's just a storm. Right. But she knows exactly where to go for mm. the, um, the candles and the matches. Yeah, it's the same idea. Right, right. That's right. And one... A uh, symbolic meaning um, there is. It's for wishing for prosperity, just like a blazing fire. Isn't yeah. it nice? Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's not blaze it too high, but uh, <laughs> candles are, are great anyway. They That's right. Nice atmosphere. Right. And then there's all those, you know, useful items like mm. soap. Sure. Um, detergent. Because, um, you know, people wish for good fortune and happiness as rising bubbles. Bubbles? Bubbles. Is good fortune? Good fortune. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Pig's head and bubbles. Bubbles, yes. And lots right. of toilet paper. <laughs> and jajangmyeon. <laughs> and jajangmyeon. That's, that's the way to move in Korea. Right. So uh, I think, you know, you've opened this season on a very instructive note. I look forward, Michelle, to doing a whole lot more Did You Knows. Thank you for coming in. Thank you.